I'll praise the Lord this morning. If you have your Bibles, please turn to the book of Revelation, chapter 5. It's wonderful to be in the Lord's house, each of you today. Revelation 5, we pick up the text. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much. Because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who is slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory, and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven, and on the earth, and under the earth, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honor, and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped, him who lives forever and ever. The Lamb of God. The Lamb had come and the Lamb of God was born into this world. There was a prophet who foretold of what was to come. Isaiah 53 verse 7, He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. 
He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. The lamb had come, the lamb of God, the son of God, born into this world, born into this world to fulfill the mission and mandate of the Father, to redeem and reconcile the lost, to save sinners. The Lamb born into the world and the Lamb grew and the years unfolded and the time came when John the Baptist, the voice in the wilderness crying, prepare the way of the Lord, lifted this cry, John 1.29. John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The precious Lamb of God. This call to behold the Lamb. The image of a Lamb. The image of the Lamb of God. The Voice Bible reads, John the Baptist, Look! This man is more than he seems. He is the lamb sent from God, the sacrifice to erase the sins of the world. The sins of the world. The sins of fallen humanity. The sins of our world. Of our fallen humanity. It would take a lamb perfect spotless lamb, the words of William Tyndale, to see how Christ was prophesied and described therein, consider and mark how that the kid or lamb must be without spot or blemish, and so was Christ only of all mankind in the sight of God and of his law. The Lamb grew, and when the time had come, the Lamb of God, Jesus, was oppressed and afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. The Bible says he was led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep. Before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. They beat the Lamb, beaten bloody for the sins of of humanity, a crown of twisted thorns thrust upon his head. They took the Lamb of God and they nailed, they nailed him to a cross. And when he had died, the sacrifice to erase sin, he was taken down and he was buried in a tomb. We praise God today, for we know the history that on the third day the Lamb rose triumphant. That Lamb was a lion. That lion was a lamb. We know by way of the scriptures that the lamb ascended into heaven. And one day the lamb will return for us. The spirit and the bride say, come. Come, Lord Jesus. Behold the lamb of God. A.W. Tozer said these words, Faith is not a once-done act, but a continuous gaze of the heart at the triune God.
Believing, then, is directing the heart's attention to Jesus. It is lifting the mind to behold the Lamb of God and never ceasing that beholding for the rest of our lives. Revelation 5, what a scene. The image of the slain lamb. It's a scene of beholding. Beholding the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. I'd ask, would you join the scene today? The text, and I saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll, written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. The question rang out Who is worthy? Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? You see, before the Lamb appeared, there was no one found worthy. No one found worthy to look upon the scroll in the hand of him who sat on the throne. John's response was pure. It says in the Word, so I wept much. Because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. The scroll, the title deed to the planet, seven seals, bits of wax when opened, allowed for the contents to be read and set in motion, the purposes of God in history. The words of Charles Spurgeon, John wept much. By weeping eyes, the Lamb of God is best seen. If nobody could open the scroll, the world would forever spin on in its sin and misery. That's why John wept much. He knew what was at stake. And there was a response to John's weeping. Response came. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as though it had been slain. One was found worthy. Who is worthy? One was found worthy. And here we see in the text the mention of the lion and the lamb. For Jesus Christ is both. And here in the midst of the scene, at the center of it all, the lamb. The focus. The lamb as though it had been slain. The Lamb Jesus is the center of the wonderful circle which makes up the fellowship of heaven. 
heavenly-minded. Get caught up with the writer today. You know that heaven is still beholding the Lamb. John's cry prevails. Behold the Lamb of God. Slain for humanity. Behold the Lamb of God. Takes away the sin of the world. I share these words with you today. It is no small favor that we have the record of the vision. Does not the Lord intend us to be partakers in it? The vision is that of a lamb, a lamb that is to open the book of God's secret purposes and loose the seals thereof. The teaching of the passage is that the Lord Jesus, in his sacrificial character, is the most prominent object in the heavenly world. So far from substitution being done with, and laid aside as a temporary expedient, it remains the object of universal wonder and adoration. He that became a lamb, that he might take away the sin of the world, is not ashamed of his humiliation, but still manifests it to adoring myriads, and is, for that very reason, the very object of their enthusiastic worship. They worship the lamb, even as they worship him that sits upon the throne. And they say, worthy is the lamb because he was slain and redeemed his people by his blood. His atoning sacrifice is the great reason for their deepest reverence and their highest adoration. Some dare to say that the life of Jesus should alone be preached and that no prominence should be given to his death. We are not of their religion. I am not ashamed of preaching Christ Jesus in his death as the sacrifice for sin, but on the contrary, I can boldly say, God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We do not believe in the doctrine of atonement as to leave it in the dark as a second-rate article of faith, but we hold it to be the first and foremost teaching of inspiration, the greatest well of the believer's comfort and the highest hill of God's glory. As our Lord's sacrificial character is in heaven most prominent, so we make it most conspicuous among men. Jesus is to be declared as the sin bearer, and then men will believe and live. Partake in the vision today. The image of a slain lamb is one of living sacrifice. Revelation 5, 6, I looked and behold in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain. The image of the lamb is one of freshly slain sacrifice. The Christian Standard Bible reads, Then I saw one like a slaughtered lamb standing in the midst of the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders. We take in the text from the Knox Bible, Then I saw in the midst where the throne was, amid the four figures and the elders, a lamb standing upright, yet slain, as I thought, in sacrifice. The sacrifice of Jesus 
the blood of redemption. The blood has not lost its power. The power of the blood of the Lamb, a Lamb standing upright yet slain in sacrifice. The image of a slain Lamb is one of completed sacrifice, and the image of a slain Lamb is one of completing sacrifice. The work is complete, and its work is being completed as more names are added to the Lamb's book of life, the greatest miracle of all salvation. And the Bible says that all heaven rejoices when even one name is added. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb. Note the posture of heaven. Each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Keep praying, saints. Keep filling the bowls. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. Even in this room, a people out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. And what does the Bible say? The Bible says, you made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Have you taken up the new song? Join the song of those redeemed by the Lamb today, redeemed by His blood, a people pulled out of darkness. And might we act like the kings and priests we are? The slain lamb is an image. It's one of immense worth. The lamb is to be seen as one that was slain, and the lamb is to be worshipped as one that lives forever. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne. The living creatures and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000. And thousands of thousands sang with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. Partake of the vision today. Partake in the vision Make a decision to partake in it. Church, it is fitting, lifting the mind to behold the Lamb of God. Never ceasing the beholding for the rest of our lives. And I encourage you today to join the loud voice. As the text says, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory 
and blessing. He is worthy. And while we are yet on this earth, let us say blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. And let us act as the 24 elders now. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. The cry of John, a voice crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. The cry of John, behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. And here we see John. His vision caught up. The scene of heaven is one of beholding the Lamb, the center of it all, the focus of it all. Oh, that our living would be a voice in this wilderness and the announcement, behold the Lamb of God that takes away sin. You know, the Lamb is our lifeline. The Lamb is our hope of an overcoming life. We understand that history is yet unfolding. My, how we need the blood of the slain Lamb. Where would we be without the blood of the slain Lamb? Who would we yet be? Revelation 12, verses 9 to 12. So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. Woe to you. Rejoice, O heavens, and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Be alert, of sober mind. He's on the prowl to devour this roaring lion, to steal, kill, and destroy. How are we to overcome? How will we overcome? Well, the text is clear by the blood of the Lamb 
by the word of our testimony, and let's not leave it out. They did not love their lives to the death. This is how we overcome. Don't get swept away in all the talk and the banter and the earthly plans and schemes. All the reports and reporting, the flesh and the soulish realm. Keep overcoming as it comes by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And whatever we do, let's not start loving our lives. J.C. Ryle said these words, the rulers of the earth plan and scheme and make laws and change laws and war and pull down one and raise up another. But they little think that they rule only by the will of Jesus and that nothing happens without the permission of the Lamb of God. People of God, as I've shared these words before, while it looks like things are out of control, Behind the scenes, there is a God who has not surrendered authority. He is sovereign still. Take courage, my heart. Christ is overcome. Take courage, my heart. Victory is won. Keep the testimony. Get some word in your testimony. If your testimony lacks, get a new one. Take in the word and speak the word until it becomes your testimony. You think of Jesus when he was tempted on this side. It is written. It is written he knew how to overcome. There's a lot of foolish talk nowadays and testimony that should not be. The Lord would call us to get the word in our testimony. Keep trusting in the blood. Keep declaring the power of the blood. Keep applying the blood. Billy Graham said the blood of the lamb applied over the doorpost on the night of Israel's deliverance from Egypt distinguished the obedient from the disobedient. Just so today, the applied blood of the Lamb of God is the distinguishing mark of God's called out ones, the church. Don't forget it. The blood of the Lamb. Let's have the worship team return today. Without the blood of the Lamb upon us, Without this distinguishing mark, without the blood of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb upon us, this distinguishing mark, there is another mark upon us, a beastly one. The words of Martin Luther, either sin is with you lying on your shoulders or it is lying on Christ, the Lamb of God. Now, if it is lying on your back, you are lost. But if it is resting on Christ, you are free and you will be saved. Now, choose what you want. 
Now choose what you want. Let me take a moment and present an opportunity. The words of Zinvendorf. Our method of proclaiming salvation is this, to point out to every heart the loving Lamb who died for us. And although He was the Son of God, He offered Himself for our sins. Our method of proclaiming salvation is this, by the preaching of His blood and of His love unto death, even the death of the cross. You know, we can let the Lamb of God deal with us now, or He will deal with us then. Either when we pass from this life, or when He returns, the second coming. Revelation 21, verses 23 to 27, the Lamb is its light. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light. And the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. You can have your name written in the Lamb's book of life today. The sacrifice is fresh. The blood is full of saving power. Perhaps you're here today, you believe the time is long. Time is short. Even the enemy of our souls pays homage to the fact. One day, at the command of the Father, the Lamb will ride. The Lamb will return. Jesus Christ will return. The one called faithful and true. The one who in righteousness judges and makes wars. With eyes as a flame of fire, one crowned with many crowns. And the armies of heaven will follow. Out of his mouth, a sharp sword with which he will smite the nations. He will tread the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, for his wrath abides on the wicked. Am I trying to scare the hell out of you today? Better said, I'm trying to scare you out of hell. This is real. This is not to be trifled with. This is life and death. Don't gamble with eternity. And so today, let the words and cry of John shake and grip us. Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. Our Lamb has conquered. Let us follow Him. Our Lamb has overcome. And we are more than overcomers because of Christ Jesus, because of the Lamb. Let's stand in the house today. We exalt your mighty name, Lord.